A Weekend with Jason Dacey Replay from Money FM 89.3. Let's talk careers here on Money FM 89.3. And for that, I'd like to welcome back Adrian Chu, the career strategist, founder at Career Agility International and author of Career Crossroads, who's talking about career resilience, being resilient. What do you mean by that? Well, resilience, the definition of resilience, Jason, is the ability to bounce back after being hit. So it's like a rubber band, you're being pulled, you're being stretched. But once you release the stress, it goes back to its original form. It doesn't mean that uh, you're able to take unlimited amount of stress, but when the stress is over, you, you bounce back to where you were before. Yes, and I guess it means longevity as well, despite the setbacks, being resilient and keeping going. Yeah, that's right. In fact, a lot of uh, successful people I've interviewed over my past 15 years as a headhunter and career coach, one of the most common tra- traits that run through uh, their careers, is that they've all been very resilient. And if you look at their careers, it's never been linear or successful day after day, month after month. They've been hit, they've adapted, they've gotten stronger, they've gotten better, they get hit again. So it's, it's, it's like a boxing match. You get hit, you don't stay on the ground, you wait, you don't, you, if, if it's tough, then you take a break. It's going to be a, a ding, ding, right? <laughs> and the bell. <laughs> the bell goes, and then there's fine, take a break, you come back second round, third round, all the way, you don't give up. So the winners uh, who have great careers, a lot of times, One of the most distinguishing traits is career resilience. All right. As usual, you've given us five keys, five tips for career resilience. And let's start with uh, point number one. Play the long game. It's not a sprint, but a marathon. Yeah. And it's amazing because a lot of us run like crazy everywhere we go uh, with regards to our careers, with, with regards to our jobs. But if you look at the bigger scheme of things, we start work, say, about 22, and we end about 62, 65-ish. So it's a 40-year run. And if you are going to burn yourself out uh, in, the, in the first 10 years, the first 15 years, there's still a long way more to go. So don't, get, don't give up. Uh, it's, it's a long game. Even if you get hit early on in your career or even in your mid-career, fine, just take a pause, reflect, and get back on the horse again. So it's, it's a long game. It's a long run. Uh, don't burn up. Don't give up too easily, especially when you are feeling down. It's the easiest thing to do. Hey, I give up. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quit. So don't hang in there. In fact, interestingly, I was just watching uh, Rocky yesterday. Uh, Rocky Three, the da, one. Da, da, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Da, da. Awesome movie. You know, he gets he gets hit more than he gets than he gives it, especially when he was against uh, Ivan Ivan Drago mm, with the spiky blonde hair. Oh right? uh, yeah, Dolph Lundgren, <laughs> right? So so he gets whacked more, but it's not a matter of who gets in more punches. You know, it's, it's sometimes a game. It's just a matter of who's who stands up, who lasts longer. Who is tougher? Mm. So, and you're you're a sports fan as well. Yep. You know, sometimes, like, like tennis matches, sometimes it's not about who is a better player, but who makes fewer mistakes and who can last longer than the other guy, right? Yeah, especially if they're equally matched, I guess. Yep, hundred percent. Who is more consistent? And I actually, in my five keys to career resilience, I've actually got a topic like this as well, and we'll go to that a bit later on. But let's get to point number two, and it is related to what you just said. So you said play the long game. It's not a sprint, but a marathon. But point number two: develop coping mechanisms. Yes. So when you are being hit, when you are being beat, develop a coping mechanism for how to handle it, the stress especially. So coping mechanisms, uh, it's, 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 it's a safe space, safe lot where you're going. But what's interesting is that uh, there are good coping mechanisms and there are bad coping, coping mechanisms. So like drinking, <laughs> alcohol, yes, yes, yeah. yelling at the kids. Well, yeah. that's not really good yeah. coping mechanisms. But, but find out what's really useful with regards to uh, how, how you handle the stress. So mm. my, my coping mechanism is sometimes I just take a day off or two days off to just chill down, to reflect. 
uh, and I go to my happy space. And my happy space to me is uh, I, I go back to the parts of my career where I was really successful, mm. where I had big wins, yep. and I and I reignite that positive feeling. How about you? What's your what's your coping mechanism? Jason? Yeah, I've done that as well. Sometimes I'll maybe look back on something, you know, whether it's a video clip or audio clip or an article that I've written, and but also there's other ones, just like um, going for a li- nice long jog, you know, at yeah. East Coast Park. Uh, that kind of thing, things that will just take you away from the immediate problem that you've got. Yeah, correct. And for me as well, one of the more popular coping mechanism coping mechanisms that I have is I go back home and play with my kids. Mm. It's fun and uh, mm. take the wife out for dinner and everything. But you know that's how we cope. And if you you need to figure out what's your coping mechanism that works, mm-hmm. and when you're feeling stressed, go to that, relieve the stress from that area. Five keys to career resilience with Adrian Chu from. Career Agility International. Point number three, learn from your mistakes. Yes. So one of the things when you do get hit is to figure out what went wrong. What did I do wrong? And try how could I have done it better? And sometimes it may not even be your fault. It may be someone else's fault. Then how do you mitigate that next time you get around so they don't repeat it? A mentor of mine once told me, it's okay if you make mistakes, you just learn from it and you don't repeat it. So make sure that uh, when, when something goes wrong, analyze Ask yourself, what could I have done better? How can I avoid this happening the next time? And, you know, learn from your mistakes. And, and don't just... And, and the, most e- the most convenient way sometimes when, when you do encounter difficult periods or, or challenges is to point a finger and blame someone else. Mm, the blame game. Yeah, you know, it's easy. Oh, my boss doesn't like my face. Mm. So it's, it's not just that. Uh, you, have to, you have to be realistic sometimes and you've got to ask yourself, was it my fault and how could I have done it better? Yeah, look, I think if you make a mistake, that's human. But if you make it over and over again, that's stupid. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to learn from the mistakes. You've got to write things and say, listen, that was uh, an error. That's okay. I'm human. But now I need to take this action to further my career. Yeah, that's right. And which leads on to, your, uh, to, to my fourth point, which is speak to your mentor if you have one. Speak to your mentor, speak to your career coach, speak to your, to your spouse even. Okay, just, get a, just to get a second opinion on a situation. But also, one of the coping mechanisms is, is to speak to someone else. Mm. So what you want to do is you want to share. It, sometimes it helps when you have a, a different perspective on things. Because sometimes you are just too close to the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you've got to learn how to get another perspective, get advice, get a, get a career coach, get a mentor, talk to mm-hmm. them, and, and get a new idea, a new outlook on the area. You're right there. You know, I talk to my spouse and even though she doesn't really know much about um, this area that I work in, the media, she does have some very good insights and perspectives sometimes. And I'm very initially keen to kind of shut her down and say, no, you don't understand my industry. But with a bit of uh, detachment that she has, she can come up with some real gems about, and she's often right. <laughs> I don't like to admit that. Hopefully she's not listening. But, uh, but you know what I mean? Sometimes they'll just see things that you won't see. Yeah, correct. Because Sometimes we are just too close to the action. Mm. So we can't see. It's like a chess game, right? Sometimes you're, you're, you're dueling with the other guy and, and, mm. and the passerby on look will say, hey, there's three more steps to check me. Yeah, yeah. You can't see that. And often too, I think our spouses can be good judges of character when it comes to seeing what a person is really like, where we might be blinded by our ambition or you know the money that we can make from this association with that person. Yeah. But sometimes the spouse will say, hey, this person's not a good person. I haven't got a good feeling about them. Yeah, that's right. It's their blink, especially with the ladies. I think sometimes, from, from my experience, I think ladies have a better 
uh, grasp on 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 uh, character judgment, mm, judgment of character. Yeah, then. yeah. So so sometimes they, we we guys we just uh, sometimes very superficial. We don't we go, hey, you know, the guy is good. Like my wife, she always asks me, how's this guy? And I always say, oh, he's a good guy. And my wife will say. Define good. <laughs> I, say, oh, I just like that guy. So my wife would tell me, "Okay, you, know, you, you you like everybody, so that's that's very subjective." Yeah, I think I like everyone too. That's been one of my downfalls throughout my career. I've been a bit too open to people, and it's you know paid the price. I mean, of course, it's helped me in many other areas. But you've made some mistakes with judgment of people, I guess, too. Yeah, of all the time. But uh, being a headhunter, being previously being a headhunter, you know, the, the the judgment of people. Is a core skill and a core trait, trait and a core requirement actually. So, mm. so uh, that's why my wife used to tell me, "Hey, it, it, uh, you're you're really judgmental with a lot of people." And I say, "Yeah, that's part of the job description." So that's it. But you know, when when you're when you're going through a, a difficult period, uh, speak to your speak to somebody. And it, to me, that is one of the keys to building resilience: is having that knowing that someone has your back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very, very good point with uh, Adrian Chu, the career strategist. Reach out to him on uh, LinkedIn. He's the founder at Career Agility International. He is uh, someone that can coach you. So let's go to point number five. Five keys to career resilience. Keep moving forward. Just keep moving. Yeah, just keep moving. Like sharks, right? Yeah. What do they say about sharks? Once the shark stops moving, he stops breathing, he dies. Mm-hmm. So, and you and I both know that, uh, you and I both know of people who have... Uh, a very big rear view mirror. Yes, that's true. Looking at the past. Yes, no, that's no, true. That. That's true. And, and it's, sometimes it's good. Sometimes if you use it constructively to, to check for blind spots and to learn from mistakes, it's fine. Mm. But sometimes that's all they're focusing on, the rear view mirror, what happened in the past. Oh, no. And, uh, and, and they're not looking forward to new things. And they can't move on. They can't grow. Yeah. And they also limit possibilities because they're so... You know, hooked to the past. They, they say, oh, this happens to me in the past and I'm going to you know, shut everything down and not be open to other possibilities. And they almost create their own reality. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So I would advise uh, if you want to build your career resilience, don't just look at, don't, just fo- don't focus on the rearview mirror. Mm. Keep moving forward. Now, what, what are the new things I can look forward to? You know, let's, let's have some closure on, on that episode. Uh, look forward to new things. Look forward to more exciting stuff that's coming up. And in fact, if you look, if you look forward, and uh, it, good things are going to come. Yeah, expect good things to come, and they will come as long as you work hard and prepare for them. Yeah, correct. And don't dwell in the past. And and, and interestingly, I, I do know people who uh, who always say. Uh, in the old days, I was really good. <laughs> in the old days, back in the day. And it's like, okay, sure, yeah, you were great. Okay, things, uh, things were good then. Uh, now it's a different market. The mm. landscape has changed. The economy has evolved. So you need to be able to adapt and move forward rather than keep looking at the past. So keep moving forward. Five keys to career resilience with Adrian Chu. Let's recap. Number one, play the long game. It's not a sprint, but a marathon. Number two, Develop coping mechanisms. Number three, learn from your mistakes. Number four, speak to your mentor or get one, maybe like Adrian. And number five, keep moving forward. Excellent points, Adrian. Do stay put because I'm going to give you my five keys to career resilience coming up soon. And we'll uh, share some more war stories. How about that? Oh, I love that. <laughs> All right. That's coming up next here on Money FM 89.3. 